She's a serial tech entrepreneur and the go-to voice for the co-founder relationship. And one of her ventures hit unicorn $1 billion status. And Tannis George's faith guides how she leads every step of the way. That's coming up. From Crossroads Media, this is See Here Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks, season eight, episode number 22. Tannis George, it is so great to be with you here in beautiful Vancouver. I know, it's nice today. I know, it's so (laughs) nice for me to get out of the studio once in a while, hang out with new people in a great city like Vancouver. So thanks for having me and thanks for letting me hang out with you today. It's my pleasure. Okay, so before we get into who you are and all the things, here are some fun questions just so that our audience gets to know you a little bit more. Okay. So yeah. this is going to be, they're bigger questions, but you got to be a little quick on the answer. Okay. Speed we'll see round. how it works. Ready? Speed round, but we'll see. Okay. Number one, Tannis. Yes. Greatest career accomplishment. Having built four companies. Okay. That's right. <laughs> Multiple. Okay. Successfully. Yes. No. Okay. That's no. That, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Number two, greatest parent accomplishment. Uh, just that I get compliments that I got great kids. I love that. Yeah. That means a lot. Okay. That's yeah. really good. And number three. Greatest personal accomplishment? Um, mm-hmm. well, we're going to talk about it, but I, I wrote a book. That was a big one for me. Okay. Yeah. That, you did really well. Thank you. That was really good. Uh, so, off the cuff. Yeah, off the cuff. That's right. why I didn't even want to say this before, uh-huh. before the show. <laughs> I wanted to hear this. Okay. Awesome. So in my intro, to kind of tease people to listen to our conversation, okay. I mentioned about you're a serial entrepreneur. Yes. Uh, you are the go-to voice for co-founder relationships. Yes. And yet a venture that hit unicorn status yes. over a billion dollars. So yeah. we need to talk about that because I think that's like people are like, whoa, mm. we can learn a lot from you. So let's talk in relation to though for the next generation. Mm. Like let's talk about business mm. um, and how you got into it and why. Yeah. And why you think that you are and have been successful in that space. Well, I grew up with entrepreneurial parents. Okay. Um, my dad wasn't, he used to be a door to door vacuum cleaner salesman. Okay. And so he always imparted a lot of like sales stuff with me as I was growing up. And I think the mentality in my mind was, you know, life is a numbers game. Mm-hmm. And just, and he always said, just go out and do, do whatever you want to do and just fight for it and make it happen. And so I think for me, that was something that was always in the back of my mind. And I always believed that. I believed that if I worked hard and if I just set my mind to something, I could actually make it work. And so, you know, I've been fortunate Mm -hmm. to be able to um, have found myself in environments that that worked for me. Wow. So parents really were really key in instilling that in you. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So for parents who are listening, who are like, we want our daughter to be like Tannis, <laughs> uh, what would you say really helped in that? I mean, there is the part of modeling and living a life that really shows yes. that kind of priority and focus. Totally. What else would you say? I think, I mean, the encouragement was important, but obviously just having that ability to, um, I always had my parents to fall back on. They were mm-hmm. always there to support me. I could always come to them with my concerns. And, and I think that was a really, really important part. 
um, when you know that you've got someone with your, you know, who has mm -hmm. your back and is sitting there going, you can do it. Mm -hmm. We believe in you. Um, and when we try and model that with our boys and just the same sort of scenario, you can do it. But whatever you do, we're here to support you mm -hmm. um, and, and let them open their open their arms, let them spread their wings mm -hmm. and fly and let them try, try different things. My parents always let me try everything that I wanted to I do. I think that's key. Super important. Really important. Yeah. Now I was reading a blog of yours online. It was really interesting because you're, you don't really like this idea of being called like a woman entrepreneur. Mm, yeah. You are an entrepreneur. That's right. And you just happen to be a woman. You could happen to be a man, whatever it is, yes. right? Yes. So I think that's really fascinating because I know there's a lot of women who mm. are nervous. Yes to become an entrepreneur because there's a lot of things that, and I'll speak personally for me, that hold me back. Mm -hmm. Imposter syndrome, mm -hmm. um, fear, yeah. perfectionism, can't do it, don't have the skills. Yes. You've done it. So clearly right. yeah. you've been able to kind of push through a lot of those those obstacles that yeah. we put on ourselves. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. I guess I gotta go back to my dad again, where this belief that I can do anything. So I never felt those um, differences about who I was. I just charged ahead and I never considered any restraints. My dad never said, oh, you can achieve anything except for the fact that you're a woman, so you're gonna reach mm -hmm. these issues. That never was like the backdrop of any narrative. So for me, it was just going forward and doing it. And my, part of my concern a little bit is that I have spoken with young women who are like, oh, I really wanna get into business. I wanna, I wanna raise money, I wanna go venture capital, I wanna do all these things. But I'm afraid of, of mm -hmm. you know, the, what's out there, the big bad man world, you know, yeah. and and I, I want to always encourage them and say, I think if you go in with that perspective, you might receive that back. Mm -hmm. But I think, um, you know, no smart business person is going to turn down funding a brilliant business idea with right. a person at the helm who wants to work hard. Mm -hmm. So I just say, stand by what you believe in, stand by your product, stand by your service, go in and and don't worry about that whole you know male side of things mm -hmm. like just go in and do the best that you have and I'm I'm very optimistic that that will never be an issue your big thing and I love what you just said your big thing is co-founders yes like you are very big I'm, I'm reading all your things and it's like you have to make sure that you have a good co-founder yeah. for business yes absolutely so the stat is that 65 percent of businesses fail due to issues with the founding partnership wow which is that's big crazy mm -hmm. and most people don't realize that and so what happens if the co-founder partnership falls apart the entire business is in jeopardy because those people are at the helm i've heard countless stories of founders where oh yeah they're not talking they're speaking through their office manager you know wow. all these things how can you have a vision together if you're not on the same page and so i've come to realize that it's so essential to have that co-founder partnership be strong mm -hmm. otherwise um yeah you literally put everything in jeopardy Right. And because of all your experience, this is with your, your greatest personal accomplishment, your book. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So everything that I learned. So I uh, built all four companies with the same co-founder. Mm -hmm. um, he and I were best friends in high school and we started all of our businesses together. And so people would ask me to advise them. How have you managed to stay friends and not yeah. kill each other? And Because I always hear that <laughs> do not mix like yeah. friendship and business together. Totally. It, could, it could end up in a disaster. Absolutely. So I had insights from our partner 
partnership, but I interviewed tons of other founders in other industries as well and got their insights, what worked for them. And I realized there was really like a vacuum of tools out there for mm -hmm. people to really understand that importance and how do I make it stronger? How do I communicate better? So that's where the book came, Co-Founders Handbook. Congratulations. Thank that's you. a huge personal yeah, accomplishment. Yeah. Way to go. Congratulations. Thank you. So on that, I, I want to talk a little bit about your own faith yes. and business. Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of you know young women and a lot of girlfriends that are in that space. Yeah. And it's not so easy no. uh, a lot of the times to try to be in a competitive, um, cutthroat yeah. space in a lot of different businesses, in media, totally. and still maintain um, you know, your faith in, in Jesus that is integral mm -hmm. with character. Yes. Um, so talk to me about that because I think that is a big uh, need and conversation for us to really be real yeah. and honest about, about that. So the way I've um, sort of taken on this journey is, uh, you know, as a founder, as a leader, as a boss, um, I really believe that we have an obligation to be an ambassador for Christ. Mm -hmm. And I think what that looks like is how you carry yourself, what you say, what you do, how you engage in the world around you speaks so many more volumes than me sitting in a room with my team and saying, hey, we're going to do prayer during before every meeting. <laughs> right. You know, I really believe that it's essential that we stand as that ambassador. And mm. so in business for me, I, I, I always say, you know, I'll do me. So I'll talk about what mm -hmm. what my faith brings to my life. Um, I don't impart it on other people. I don't require it. We've mm -hmm. never really pushed it. But I really believe that um, that how how my team sees how I build my company, mm -hmm. some of the some of the principles, the mission, the value system as a corporation, mm -hmm. you know, taking those, I think speaks so many more volumes. And so as they hear, oh, Tannis is a Christian, I don't want them to go, oh. <laughs> That's my, I, I honestly, that's one of my biggest fears when I right? go into a place, I'm like Christian, then I'm like, totally. I'm just waiting for how people are going to like cringe. Yeah, and I'm exactly. like, I don't want that. I don't want yeah. that. And so to me, I want when they discover or when they hear me mm. speak, oh, me and my family went to church on Sunday, I want them to go, oh, that's why she's different. Yes. And I think that speaks so much more volumes than trying to push something in a work environment. Um, that's for me. That's my journey. No, that's but you I know do. what, Tana, it's like you've hit on a really important point. I yeah. think that's really how we are to live yeah absolutely. you know when they talk about like in the scriptures of being salt and light mm -hmm. you just light totally light up a room and you're like whoa where, where is that coming from what is that yes. salt it's flavoring things right. that need salt absolutely i love salt yeah i love a little sugar but I, what i'm saying is like you know it brings out the flavor of, right. of of the essence of what that meat or food is supposed to be totally i want to sit on that for just a second because i think that's really important and i think we need to remind people mm. about presence. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like how, and what you just said, when you go somewhere, just your presence, your light, the salt totally. is what attracts people to mm -hmm. Jesus. Absolutely, and I think your character um, it, and your reputation will always follow as well. Mm -hmm. And I think as I've gotten older, I've come to realize that who I've been as my younger self mm. is, is actually, you know, coming up as I get older, you know, people, oh yeah, I met her and, and oh yeah, she was, she was, you know, she had good values or, oh, she, I really liked how she conducted herself. She had a good work ethic, these kind of things. So that's another part of it as well is really understanding at, from even a younger age, you're sowing this reputation that mm -hmm. follows you through your whole life. And I really believe that the values of, um, and of the Christian values 
it, you know, it is a positive. It's yeah. a, it's a positive set of values that will, will guide you, and people will see that, and you'll leave a really great trail behind mm. you in that way. I want to ask this. I know it's a, a little bit personal, but I think it's mm. important because you hit your venture hit unicorn status, mm -hmm. and it's like being a Christian and and being wealthy. How mm -hmm. do you marry the two? I know it's a big question, but yeah. I think it's an important one because I mean, wealth is in all different ways. I mean, wealth being in North America versus being in a third world country Absolutely. is, you know, is is vast and, but like, how do you navigate through that yeah. in a really good, healthy way? You know, I'm still working through yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I believe it. It's a thing and, and you, you, I found it's interesting how others relate to you differently. It's like, I'm still, mm you know, still yeah, me, yeah. still me. Um, so there's that component of it. Um, there's a heavy weight that I found mm. once, um, you know, we, we had successes and um, that I felt like this weight of responsibility, you know, to whom much is given, much is expected. And and um, so I feel that weight mm. and the responsibility as a steward of what I have um, and to really be able to use it for a greater good. Um, and yeah, I'm, you know, I'm working through it yeah. still, and yeah. it's still navigating. Um, but I really, I'm passionate about entrepreneurship. I think it is the foundation of a strong economy, you know, capital is free enterprise. Mm -hmm. And and I think that unfortunately, we're kind of vilifying people when they hit success, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you're lucky, or or all of a sudden, you're you're greedy, and you, you've <laughs> gone on the backs of other people. But I really think that. Um, if we can rise everybody up, it's yeah. so important. And I think, you know, wealth, it's, it, it, it depends whose hands it's in. Right. And, you know, I can we only be responsible for what I do with it in my hands. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it is, it is a tricky thing to navigate. Mm -hmm. But I think that you're doing it well. Thank you. You know, and I think mm -hmm. that the honest answer, Tannis, that you share, it's like, you know, for all of us, yeah. like whatever level, but whether it's financial or yeah. whether it's a resource or yes. whether it's a platform like I have, yes. how do we steward it well? Yeah, how are we using what is in our hands to say, okay, how am I gonna bring good yeah. and truth and light and love to the world? Totally. No matter what. And I think this is a good conversation to have because sometimes mm -hmm. people feel it's money that's gonna have the power and change things. Yeah. It's like, no, actually what you have, yeah. where you're at actually can, can change. Absolutely, 100. Can change the world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. I'm, I know that I, I could just keep rolling, 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 but we need to take a break. Awesome. Um, when we come back, Tannis and I are going to chat about how she prioritizes and juggles career, motherhood, friendship, wife, and also gives you some tips, you young leaders, mm. on how to become a great leader and how you can be successful in your career. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Season 8 is all about getting to know you, the See Her Love community. Here are four ways to connect. Number one, watch See Her Love anytime and anywhere on YouTube and Castle Media. Number two, listen to the See Her Love podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Number three, engage by visiting seeherlove.com or my personal favorite, follow at seeherlove on Instagram. Finally, number four, give to See Her Love and Crossroads by visiting seeherlove.com slash give. I wasn't always a TV host and executive producer, and I didn't always have a platform for my voice. And if it weren't for courageous leaders who mentored me, who took a chance on me, who gave me opportunities to lead, who allowed my voice to be heard, who believed in the gifts and passion God has given me, if it weren't for them, not only would See Here Love not exist today, but neither would the thousands of diverse voices worldwide who, thanks to your support, 
are choosing lives of justice, love, kindness, inclusion, and courage. And this is only made possible by viewers, listeners, and supporters like you, leaders like you. There is no limit to the millennials and so many others we can reach with God's transformative love and the truth that they are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Our community needs you. We need your leadership, your wisdom, your perspective, your voice. We need you. Donate today. Visit seeherelove.com slash give. All right, we're back with Tannis George. Mm -hmm. This is so fun. It is fun. I'm this is fun. You might need to be my like, co-host oh, okay. for some next Done. shows. Okay. <laughs> so we talked about business. We talked about your faith in business. And mm. now I want to talk about how you do it all. Because <laughs> if you can answer that, right. then we are going to be done. like, the show's yeah, over. it's We're over. Done. Yeah, we got it. We got it. So really, I, I don't say balance anymore because mm. I don't think balance is the right word. Yeah. I think it's prioritizing. I do use the word juggle because I yeah. do think visually it's juggling. But how have you and how yeah. are you juggling? Mom, wife, career, yeah. friendship, your own like, like faith and, mm -hmm. and community. How, what are your tips? Yeah. Help us, Tannis. Help us. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could. You know what? Honestly, so when I started my last business, um, I had two kids under two years old. Wow. And um, the intention was for me not to build a business. I was going to focus on family. I'd built three companies over 10 years. And I was like, now I'm going to be a mom. This is what I want to do. But we had there was other plans. So I, I started this company. And I was juggling. I was literally juggling family and 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 COO of an up and coming startup, and it was really, you know, I'm gonna say at the end, um, I realized I couldn't do both, mm, and that okay. was my journey. Um, I couldn't do both. Uh, I felt I'm I'm, a, I'm an all in kind of person, and mm. I and I I'm very intentional when I do stuff, and I just found I couldn't be that mom that I wanted to be, and I couldn't be that COO that I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And it was a real struggle. And so fortunately, my co-founder, um, he understood this, and um, it took about four or five years before we could finally find someone who could take over my role. Okay. Um, and I was able to exit because I felt in the end for me, future me, I always talk about future me, what is she gonna want? Mm -hmm. And I knew that future me was gonna wanna be able to have that experience as a mother. And so for me, I wasn't able to do both, not to the level of excellence that I set for myself. Um, so I stepped away. Um, and But again, it, 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 it it's, it's, it's everything. It's learning to delegate. It's learning to be intentional with your time and being um, serious about it and, and understanding your own value and mm -hmm. how much your health, mental health, physical health, um, if it's down, everybody around you <laughs> oh, yeah. gets affected, yeah. right? Yeah. So I really wanted it to be that, um, that what I try to do is is be intentional, give myself a little bit of grace, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm, I'm a woman who has dreams and, and passions and things that I'm excited about. Um, and I know that I still have to carry that responsibility of being a mother to my kids. And right. so I put that first, but I do allow myself to still be Tannis. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not just mother, I'm not just wife, yeah. I'm not. I, I give myself that grace and benefit to be able to just be, um, you know, still chase my passions as right. well. I think that's fantastic. I think the honesty about I can't do both yeah. is is really good to hear good. because I think a lot of women try to do it all yeah. and then we don't do it all well and then we feel guilty yeah and then we regret <laughs> and then you know and then it's a cycle it's it like is. but I think that is so refreshing Tannis mm. to hear that you're, it's like 
you looked at it and you assessed it yeah. and you were like, you know what? I can't do it both. Yeah. I can't do both. Yeah. So I'm going to choose one. Yeah. And that's big. I yeah, mean, choosing was, family over a very successful easy. career. I, I bet. I, I bet it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. Especially as the company really began yeah. to grow and take off as well. And I was like, oh, I could have mm -hmm. could really have been part of that rocket yeah. ship. But you know, that's life. I think that's life about choices we make yeah. and sacrifices mm -hmm. that we make. Totally. And either way, some, some people have decided career over family and that's taken them on a different direction. Totally. But talk to me through that, how prayer or your faith helped and, and is really integrated into that. Because sometimes I, I get people saying, you know, do I make decisions separately and then my mm. faith kind of informs on these parts mm. or how do you really integrate a really honest, true faith mm. Mm -hmm. into life decisions? Yeah, you know, that was the key thing. So when I knew that I was going to be stepping out of the business, I had to, I took one entire year that I knew this date was coming and I took a year, it was on my commute home every time and I started to just say, what is my new identity? You know, mm -hmm. here I've been the COO of a high, you know a, a rocket ship tech company. Who am I now when I'm out of that? And mm -hmm. I had to kind of break down how I would define myself. And I, I always kind of prided myself on being able to not identify as a role, um, but it was there. And mm -hmm. I, at the end of it, I was able to come away and say, you know what? In the end, I am a child of God. Mm -hmm. I am the daughter of God. Mm -hmm. And I am, when everything else is gone, that is the most important thing to me. Mm -hmm. And being able to just sort of sit in that, and I don't need the applause of the crowd. And I also can be okay if for whatever reason, the crowd turns on me. <laughs> you know, I can be that too, because yeah. in the end, my relationship with God and Jesus is, is in the end, the only thing left. Mm -hmm. And so that new identity allowed me to pluck myself out of this space and be comfortable yeah. and be, okay, this is me. I'm a mom. I'm, 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 ho I'm home. I'm doing this life now mm -hmm. and not feel that real, real hard pull of like, oh, what have I left behind? Yeah. It's like, it's okay. I'm doing this, but most importantly, yeah, it's, it's him and me. Speaking of him, yeah, what do you love most about your relationship with God or his character? What would you say? You know, I, for me, um, the rest that comes in him and knowing him, when everything around us is falling apart, hmm. um, to just be able to know that in the end he has us in the palm of his hand and we can, I can just rest in that. I don't have to, I'm, I'm, again, I'm kind of one of those people who takes the reins. Mm -hmm. um, and when I let myself remember this, I can go, oh, you know what, God, you deal with this. You deal with the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. deal You yeah. deal with all these different yeah. situations. I can't, I'm out. Yeah. And the peace that comes from that and that ability, and I think that's probably like high functioning women and mm -hmm. people who are really like kind of out there really doing that, that ability to just go, oh wait, I don't have to be in control all the time. And just knowing Ooh. he's a strong father. Is Isn't that a relief? Oh, like I literally, I visually am like, okay, I, I visually take a lot of like the stuff yeah. and actually visually like hand it over. Yeah. And that, that is life-giving. Yeah. Life-giving. It is. Yeah. I, and I really, I really, really love that because I think for, for me, I'm very hype high output yeah. lots of, like I can just do a lot of things totally, yes. but I'm ex I get exhausted and yeah. I think the rest part mm -hmm. is really key like the whole idea of like you know the, the famous you know Psalm 23 mm -hmm. and the Good Shepherd there's yes. so much about 
leading by you know by still waters totally resting in green pastures i'm like i'm all about that yeah that sounds great i know i'm in Where i'm in yeah thank you good shepherd thank you good shepherd you know like it's kind of that yes, vibe yes. so i get that because yeah. i think there is a part of like working hard and, and achieving and doing what i believe you know god has called me to to do yeah. same yeah but there is that part of like man we need to rest totally so i really like that in that um there's a lot of wisdom that you have that you hold and you know see here love has always been about helping the next generation yeah. like how do we help and resource mm -hmm. the next generation um in, in all in all ways in, in faith and business and relationships mm -hmm. and marriage and dating whatever it is yeah what would you say to a young person who is starting up in their career I mean, there's so, I mean, millennials and Gen Z are all about entrepreneurship. So, totally, yeah. But what would you say, because I think this is big, are three, I'm going to say three, habits or traits that the next generation need to cultivate mm -hmm. to be a good leader? Yeah. Because it's not about, all right, you know, you know, buy the bots and get, you know, get your Instagram mm -hmm. filled with people yeah. and all of that. Like, aside, all of that. Mm -hmm. I'm saying character mm -hmm. and traits mm -hmm. that you would say need to be cultivated. Yeah. Um, so off the top right now would be, you know, work ethic. It's not easy. I, I, I get I get the comment, oh, you're so lucky. But the <laughs> sacrifices. Yes. I mean, every company that I started, I did not wasn't able to pay myself for at least two, three years. Um, and, and so I think people have to understand that to, if you have high aspirations, there's a lot of work that has to go in. There's a lot of sacrifice. It's not easy. Instagram social makes it look super. Right. Like, oh, I can get just you know, nah, yeah. download this ebook and all you'll find <laughs> yeah. out how to succeed. And it's not yeah. like that. It's plugging away. It's tears. It's it's like curling up, going. Do I have enough runway to pay my employees? And it's there's all this anxiety. So it's like be ready for the fight. Right. And be ready for that. So that work ethic becomes essential. And if you put yourself in that mind frame, I think that really helps. Okay, so um, work ethic. So work Love ethic that. is yeah. important. Um, I always tell people as well, enjoy the journey. Yes. Have fun. Yeah, I'm about that too. Because you're trading your life mm -hmm. for this time and these dollars. So in that moment, take the time to have fun, get to know your team, like enjoy yeah. it. Like, because you're gonna look back and you're gonna go, oh, you know, that was a, a journey, but you wanna be able to look back with fondness. Right. So I always tell people to have fun. So have fun, okay. Have fun. And, and number then, three. And then number three, I would say is um, sit at the feet of a mentor. Yes. Find somebody who's living the life that you want find, or, or living in the industry that you want and really sit down with them and sit at their feet humbly mm -hmm. and say, look, you know what I know. Guide me. Show me what to do. Um, and, and I would also tell people, like, respect that person's time and they will give you even more. So just be sure when you when you sit and you find somebody, honor the time that they're given, um, giving to you, and but but really find that mentor in various different ways. I, I we, we had mentors when we were 17 years old, dating mm -hmm. my husband and I. Um, we had marriage mentors even then, people that Good. we sat down with and talked to. So in all aspects of your life, find that mentor who has what you have and, and sit at their feet. Amazing, so three things, work ethic, mm -hmm. Have fun, have fun and get a mentor. Absolutely. Amazing. Tana Sturge, this was so great. great. I want to just close with a with a quick verse for you. I mm. feel like uh, we don't do this enough, kind of like do a blessing or a prayer. But I, and this one is came to me and it's from the version of the Bible in the voice from Proverbs 16, three. Because I feel this is what you're doing, but I just wanted to affirm mm. to you as well. Whatever you do, 
do it a service to God and he will guarantee your success. Beautiful. And and I and I as I'm reading through these scriptures, like, okay, what's the verse? It's whatever you do, Tanis, do it, do it to God, which I believe you are and you have, but I think it's just another reminder that in yeah. all that you do, no matter the next business, the next relationships of friends, whatever it is, yes. and he will guarantee your success. And success yeah. in whatever he believes is mm -hmm. success. Absolutely. It could be the success of friendships, it could mm -hmm. be the success of your kids saying, you know, being amazing and people yeah. saying more about your kids, totally. but he will guarantee your success, which is his definition of success. Love so it. I just wanted you, you to be reminded of that, to keep going, we're cheering you on, really proud of you and all that you've accomplished, but also not just what you've accomplished, but the woman that you are and becoming. Oh, lovely. I thank think that's you. even more. So thank you, thank you so much for Absolutely. this time together. Um, yeah, any last thoughts? How did you do, how did you feel? That felt great. Okay, good. That was fun. <laughs> Let's right. do it again. Okay, <laughs> we'll do it again. And to you, our viewers and listeners, thank you so much for joining us. I hope that our conversation, the Tannis and I, uh, inspired you and encouraged you as we looked at work ethic, have fun, get a mentor, and know that you can rest in God. When things are crazy, when you're working hard and building your business and you're launching as an entrepreneur, God is there for you, for you to rest, for you to know that he is with you in good and bad times. And so we just wanted to remind you of that. And as you do, and I always love to close the show with this, as you do, as you go about all your life and things, know that you are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Bye-bye from Vancouver. Thank you for listening to See, Here Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks. Stay connected with our daily posts and stories on Instagram or Facebook at See, Here Love, or join our newsletter at www.seeherelove.com.